Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin and we are here to talk about The Mandalorian Chapter 12, The Siege. And I'm here with my fellow Mandalorians, Nathan and Blake. Hello. Hey everyone. And we're glad to be back talking more Mandalorian. Um, When we last left you guys in the last episode, if you haven't watched that one already, with Chapter 11 was uh, The Heiress. Uh, Go back and watch that one for sure. But we had left it thinking... We were actually going to meet up with the Jedi that he's looking for, but we had kind of forgotten that about this little side quest. So we're going to be talking about this. And it's for me, it was more than just a filler episode. That word, that phrase gets thrown around a lot with um, some of these episodes. Oh, it's just a filler episode. But in some ways it was, but in a lot of ways it was a lot of cool information, cool, cool scenes. So I think it was uh, well worth it to watch this one. But first of all, thank you for watching, but we want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, like the videos, comment on the videos so we can interact with you guys and get your feedback. The feedback that we do get or the comments that we do get, we read and really enjoy them. So thanks everyone who's who's commented and, and interacted with us in the past. We appreciate it. So keep on doing that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're watching this. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps us out. And uh, you can get further notifications of future videos. So... Thanks in advance for doing that. Um, so back to the episode. As far as um, Mando, he left the water planet with the ship all tied up and uh, you know twine holding it all together. And they end up kind of stalling in, in space and they're trying to fix it. And the opening scene is we got Grogu trying to plug the the red wire into the hole where the blue wire came out <laughs> and Mando's trying to direct him through this long hallway. And he's like, what? Huh? And then obviously, you know, he shocks himself. So yeah, he doesn't work. So I don't know. what do you think about this cold open with, you know, the, the funny part with Grogu? I, we get a lot of that. This, this episode, the humorous moments with Grogu. Uh, what do you guys think about this, uh, this comedy, the comedic side of things? Blake, what do you think? People getting electrocuted is, is always a good time. No, no, it was fun. It was kind of a fun little exchange with them. And again, I, I watched these with my, my kids and, yeah. and they love that. So I think we watched that part two or three times. So yeah, it funny. was fun. Uh, it was a Groot moment for me, baby Groot yeah, moment yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. It was cool. It's yeah. funny. And then we cut to a scene with uh, Cara Dune. Uh, we get Gina Carano, who's Cara. Is it Kara or Kara? Kara? Doesn't matter. Kara. Is it Han or Han? Doesn't matter now. Right? (laughs) Hoth or Hoth? But... um, Not Hoth. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) So we got Kara Dune, and she comes in kicking some butt. There's these, um, I don't know, shady people who's set up shop in the the armorer's little room back there, and they're running a, I don't know, it looks like a side business where they're, you know selling things or something yeah, but she comes stole in, stuff and they're getting ready to sell it yeah, trying to sell it trying to hawk it off but yeah um she comes in and they're like oh the marshal's here and they're afraid so yeah. she wasn't the marshal last time we we saw her i don't think so no she's uh, making some moves and, and making some career choices instead of this hiding out on uh, rogue planets and trying to not get noticed she's um she got a job now so. yeah yeah think that was kind of a just a little inside thing to let you know that something's changed since you know they left since during the time mando's been gone from navarro obviously there's been uh, some improvements there yeah that's a good point um 
as as the show goes on, Mando shows up, gets uh, Grief Karga to agree to fix his ship because it's a piece of trash, and they tour Navarro, at least the town there is. So the the planet is Navarro, right? And the city and the is city's Navarro City, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they ran Navarro. out of names. Yeah, there's only one name for the whole place. Uh, but it's changed, like you said. The the cantina that got destroyed when Gideon Moff Gideon showed up with the troopers and just blasted it away is, is now a school. Oh, is it? I didn't make that connection. At least that's what it looked like to me. It looked like it was the same building, but mm. maybe not. At least it's it's all cleaned up and it's uh, a place of learning instead of a, a place of cantina. Learning. I don't know. This, a lot has changed. So how much time has passed since we last were? That's Navarro, a good question. The last episode of the last season. I mean, it doesn't seem like it was that long. Maybe yeah. a year or something. Or think less. it's that long? I, I was going to guess three or four months. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think time-wise, the show makes it seem like it's been a, three months or so. But yeah. the city looks like it's been a year. Yeah. So Cleaned up nice. Yeah. Yeah, probably maybe. So how long was um, Mando on Tatooine, I think? Because once he leaves Tatooine, it's... Well, I guess he does travel through space without hyperdrive. And that can take a long time. So yeah, maybe a couple of factors there. doesn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. It's things a new have place. definitely it's changed. Yeah. It's like, got a protocol droid teaching school. Got yeah. a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Which this was an interesting scene because there was a lot of things said that I had never knew. Uh, it be, probably because I don't, um, I don't own Star Wars encyclopedias and I don't, you know, pour over star wars wiki but mm-hmm. there was some stuff said in here that i never knew and i just made some assumptions on like what well specifically about the different um the the names of the different areas of the of the universe i always thought basically there was star wars and then there and, <laughs> and the outer rim yeah there was everything there was everything that took place and then there was the outer rim mm-hmm. i and then and then to hear all the different descriptions of all the different places, uh, they talk about a, and I wrote them down here, so let me look at my notes here. Yeah. There's the the mid-rim, mm-hmm. the expansion region, um, there's the inner rim, and then you've got colonies, core, deep core. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I had never heard those terms before. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Coruscant is core. Yeah. Maybe even deep core. I'm not sure. It's core. Cool. I did. That was part of the episode. Okay. And I, I made that note. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but I also didn't know that the capital of the Republic had moved was no longer on Coruscant because they mentioned that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's comes up. We see that in episode seven. Do we? It's when that planet gets destroyed and from uh, Starkiller Base. Sure. That's the new base, I guess, the new headquarters. Did you write down the name or you remember the name? I did write down the name. It is uh, Chandrilla yeah. or Candrilla. Chandrilla. Chandrilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they moved it. But this is pre, Coruscant's still there at right. this point. Yeah. Right. So I don't know why it's moved, but maybe it's because um, it was corrupt. Maybe they needed, a, maybe they felt like if it's a new government, we need a new capital to yeah. kind of start fresh. Yeah. But it also made sense to me because this entire time I'm like, the empire is gone. It's destroyed. How is it still even existing? And how are, does it still have followers? And, and I, the perspective I 
got from this is that the empire is still operating on just the outer rim and, 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 and it's on the fringe of the universe. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and there is a comment made at the end where, you know, the, the, and I don't know if we want to bring this up now, but essentially the, um, the rebel X-wing fighter, the, the scout, he says there's stuff going on out here that we can't keep an eye on out of, and we need help from the locals, which makes me that that to insinuate that what's happening in the core that that they are assuming that the empire is gone, that it doesn't exist, and that everything that they're encountering is actually stuff that's kind of happening in secret, mm. um, and it's only happening in the outer rim, and they don't keep in touch and they don't communicate well, and he kind of said these things are connected there's yeah. things yeah. happening and they're connected and it's something bigger yeah it's a good yeah good and i never i didn't make that connection when the first time we watched it mm-hmm. yeah i think it kind of made it sound like the general public or the senators the government didn't really understand how bad it was out there yeah but the people who are out there flying their x-wings that sort of thing. They they understand, you know, like Blake said, there's something else going on. What yeah. is it? So that's interesting. I hope we get to see that. I know next season we're going back to Mandalore, so maybe it ties in somehow, but I'm hoping we get a season where how does the Empire transition to the First Order or does the First Order just come in from somewhere else and become a thing? Or, you know, yeah. I, I would anticipate something like that. So my guess is some, there's something going on out here is – the rise of the first order. Right. Yeah. The, it's bigger than they realize. They are mm-hmm. assuming the empire is wiped out, gone to destroyed, but and there's probably like warlords who mm-hmm. have mer- who are using stormtroopers as for hire as mercenaries, but there actually is a small empire faction that's kind of growing back up from the ashes mm-hmm. and they're doing th- they're operating out in the out- outer rim, which I would have assumed everyone would have the republic would know about but it sounds like they don't yeah it doesn't sound like the new republic or the government really keeps an eye on what happens in the outer i i just don't think they're big enough right now yeah that's a good point so they're still growing trying to organize it's only been five five i've heard five years i heard seven years i'm not sure which one it is but i think it's five yeah, it hasn't been too long in the grand scheme of things. But now that we're in season two, maybe it's six or seven. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so the interesting stuff there. Um, I did like that shot with Cardoon coming in and just kicking butts. We It was good to see her back in action. Yeah. Uh, we know that she's no longer with the the, the show due to outside stuff. But I think uh, the Mandalorian's going to miss, like the show, the Mandalorian's going to miss Cardoon and Gina Carano. I think that was... Uh, unfortunate loss whatever side of the debate you fall on i think you have to agree it's it's, it's unfortunate yeah she was definitely a, a great character mm-hmm. yeah she wasn't the best actor but i thought she did her job well and was yeah she played her part fun fine. to watch the character i think played as you mentioned mm-hmm. but did just fine yeah it was good that she brought in those wrestling moves chokeholds <laughs> yeah. and things yeah. like that yeah. it was always fun to see i do have a, a, a go ahead well, I was just—I didn't—I really don't know much about her. Did uh, she come from WWE or did she come from like MMA? MMA, MMA. MMA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But did she do like a lot of them will go from MMA to the WWE kind of a thing? Oh, uh, I don't I, think so. I think like, she went, uh, just went into act, acting, right? Acting. Did the 
Was Fast and Ban- Furious. Banshee? Was that the... <laughs> Banshee. What, what was the series she was in? I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, was she in another TV? She was in like a Showtime series or something. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Cool. She'll be back. She'll be in other yeah. stuff. Was she in Fast and the Furious? Yeah, she was in one of them. I think the one they went to Dubai. Oh. I don't know which was seven, six, eight. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, it was good to see her back again. Uh, the the so they land. Mando shows up, and you get the uh, grief is like, hey, f- go ahead and fix his ship. And you got these two guys walking over, and one of them kind of, you know, the camera focuses on him. He turns. You got this, you know, mean. I don't know what is this. What's the word I'm trying to find? Well, it's the proverbial, I'm watching you, yeah. and I'm obviously a spy for yeah. somebody else. Look. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you better watch out for this guy. I'm going to report you yeah. to Moff Gideon. Yeah. And that comes out later. Yeah. Um, so you kind of know something's up. But then they walk through the town. It's all changed. They put baby Yoda in school. <laughs> they need someone to babysit Yoda, right? They need someone Yoda. to babysit Yoda. <laughs> so this time it's a protocol droid. Um, we and need you, to talk business. Yeah. And you had brought up something earlier off before we started about how it's the it's another episode of, hey, I'll help you. Yeah. You help me. Let's go on this adventure. Yeah. I mean, they go. He's like, this is where we're going. It's no place for a kid. Leave the kid here. Let's go talk. And he's like, hey, I need. It's just I'm getting a little. I, I'm getting a little tired of the. uh of the I'll help you if you help me do this task kind of storyline that happens in every single episode yeah. uh, quite almost literally instead of just like you know I mean they could still have done the exact same story but the whole like hey let's make a deal I'll help you build a ship in exchange for me taking out this empire base why why couldn't it could just have easily been while he's there they get attacked and then they're like, oh, there's still troopers here. And they follow them and find out there's a base. And then they're like, we need to take this base out. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of gets caught up in it. I mean, they could have presented that way instead of the typical trope <laughs> of yeah. I'll scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, which happens at the beginning of almost every episode. But yeah, it's kind of like the A-team, right? <laughs> yeah, right? I love the A-team. Yeah, so. A-team's great. We loved it as kids. Yeah. So we're used to it. Um, I don't know, Blake, did you have a did you have a, a nickname for this episode? A nickname? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'll have to think of one. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. It's uh, called The Siege, right? That was the one. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Siege. Yeah. Which is, why is it called The Siege? I mean. Because they lay siege to the base, base but yeah. they don't you know a siege is yeah, usually it, like there's a little yeah it's presumptive like, it's well it's usually a siege is like the you, offensive siege you come and you set up camp and you just you just lay you just you wear them out mm-hmm. over a long period of time and they're like hey let's go check out this base and they pull up to the front door and they're yeah. like all right let's just go in and do it yeah With surprise like no that. recon right. no nothing yeah but so. yeah all right. Pretty quick, yeah. Walking uh, through the front door, yeah. <laughs> well, and then as they pull up, uh, they say he says, "This is as far as I'll take you." And I thought he's like four feet away from the front door, <laughs> yeah. and there's stormtroopers up on top, like standing watch or whatever. Right? Yeah. 
they're not watching the front door. I guess that's the best plan, right? Yeah. The thing they'll least expect. You think, and that it appears to be the only ground entrance is that elevator door. You would, maybe we should post some guards at the front door. Yeah. But nah, we're good. No one uses the front door. (laughs) Or at least, I mean, uh, I've gotten like... uh, Three notifications that people were at my front door while I've, <laughs> while I've been here. Yeah. Maybe they could have put a, you know, now, of course, in there. We get the return of the... Uh, the Mithril? The Mithril guy. Mm-hmm. Not Mithril. Not Lord of the Rings armor. No, not Mithril. <laughs> Mithril. <laughs> the guy who got uh, in, encased in carbonite. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was... It was fun to see him. But is it played by the same actor? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of the 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 joke of the bunch, right? They're always yeah. ripping on him and making him do stuff that he doesn't want to do. And I was surprised he survived because usually that yeah. character ends up getting whacked at some point, yeah, and killed. But <laughs> there was one like while they're you know in the in the halls under attack, and there's one spot where they're kind of moving through. And he does this like Benny Hill thing where he <laughs> like slides one direction, then the other direction. <laughs> Whoa. Com- comes back. Yeah. Benny Hill reference. That's yeah. going Benny back. Hill. Had a weird childhood. Yeah. But... I think we all watch Benny Hill's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are in bed. Oh, yeah. And I go watch Benny Hill. Yeah. Uh, so, you're... Benny Hill episode. There we yeah. go. Well, you know, <laughs> now you people are going to be U- Googling Benny Hill, <laughs> yeah. YouTube and Benny Hill. They're going to be like, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. but it was always on like regular tv so it wasn't that bad uh, yeah, it was like it was like uh it was british right so it was yeah, like on yeah. kued or whatever yeah. it was well that's the funny yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting in the weeds now but yeah. yeah i think it was on like after like it was to me it was on public television yeah. on late at night like 11 yeah after like the sophisticated yeah, news masterpiece theater, masterpiece theater. <laughs> Or yeah, show, and now Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah, the wife's gone to bed. Now the husband's gonna watch Benny Hill. Oh, you want to watch uh, public TV tonight, honey? Sure, we can do that. Yeah. So yeah, they infiltrate the base, <laughs> and um, Benny Hill style. I, I kind of like I like that that theme in general with all stories where they thought the base was empty, right? Because yeah, something. Well, they not. Were, yeah, empty or just not a lot there? Because if yeah, it was I, empty, what would be the point of blowing I think it they, up? They said there's just a there's just a minimal number yeah. of people there. Let's get this last piece taken care of. Let's really get things in Navarro cleaned up. And yeah, then, yeah. Then they get there and yeah. And apparently that's where all the troopers came from when Moff Gideon showed up the first time. That's right. So Mentioned that's that. where they came from. Yeah. So they're gonna go back, clean it out, and blow it up. So it's not the Empire's not a threat anymore. There, at least there. Yeah. Um, but they get more than they bargained for. It's full garrison, it looks like. A bunch of troopers running around. Uh, so they got to sneak through the hallways. And I've always liked that. Throwback to episode four, but also a bunch of other movies, right? Where yeah. They, they got Indiana Jones and things yeah. like that. So I always liked that. It was fun to see. Uh, they, they make it to the... I, I was confused as to what it was. It was like a shield that held the lava down. It looks like there was some it. sort of glowing aura that, mm. yeah, that was holding it down. I, I wasn't sure that they specifically said shield, but it sounded like if we release the cooling, the mm. coolant. Yeah. But, yeah, but in the end, what they did was shut off a shield that let the lava, but 
who I don't know. But what did you think of the uh, crawl around with no guardrail? Yeah, yeah that was a good <laughs> statement. It's not even a guardrail. <laughs> yeah, like was that was that intentional? Yeah. Was that like oh yeah, a, like an Easter egg or a, a tribute to yeah. Episode Four? Tongue yeah. in cheek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obi Wan. <laughs> like, doesn't anyone believe in guardrails around here? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying to think back where it came from. I think it was just a meme that popped up oh, a was few it? years ago, or maybe someone wrote a statement on it and it w- went viral. But yeah, that's where I've seen it is on on you know social media stuff. Right. So. Why do we put the button on the on on the up full other side of the yeah. control panel where yeah. you can fall to your death? Yeah, kind of you know uh, who designed this thing? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny. But basically, it was the tractor beam. Yeah. Thing from the Death Star. Yep. That's, you know, same concept, I guess. You got to go out there and flip the switches and yeah. decrease the power. I was waiting for Obi-Wan Kenobi to show up and be like, I'll take care of this. I got this. Yeah. So they do that. Then the lava starts to rise. So they got to get out of there. Yeah. They're running through. They come upon this, um, this room and the guys are like, hurry. Get rid of all the the info. You know, dump the inf- the hard drives or whatever. Get rid of it now. Shoot it. And they were trying to cover up something. Yeah. When they come running in, they shoot the guys, and then they see all these things, these vats with people in them, or things. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't really tell what they were. I don't know if you guys were able to. Pause. Yeah, no. Looked yeah. like something that went sideways, like some type of clone or something that yeah. was not fully developed. Or- I mean, the one thing I was like, is that a Snoke-looking thing? But I'm like, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I think it's, it could be. Like, that could be related in the sense that that's the same project. But I don't think that was Snoke thing. Yeah. Because that was typically on Exegol in Episode Nine. I think right. that's where that the step took place. A bowl full of Snokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They... They pulled up a recording, Dr. Pershing from the first couple episodes of the yeah. series. And he's talking to Moff Gideon. And he's like, uh, did you write down what he said? I don't, I, not specifically, but I do recall what he said. And basically that, you know, that the testing, um, they had failed. And he believed that the problem was, is that they didn't have a sufficient sample. And that the, because the... You know, the, the Grogu, the baby, basically, with being so small, they couldn't draw a lot. But, of course, he does specifically mention M count, which mm-hmm. that's kind of like one of those hot topics. Yeah, um, chlorine count. Yeah, he says, but he doesn't say that. He right. says M, M count, count, which was I thought was interesting. But, mm-hmm. basically, he says we need more blood. Mm-hmm. And so... There you go. And did they mention clones, or was it just inferred? They do not mention clones. Yeah. Yeah. The word clone did not get said. Yeah. But that's the impression I got. Yeah. I mean, something that way. as you said, we've mentioned before, <laughs> the Insignion is, mm-hmm. is that of uh, the clone group, correct? Right. Yeah. From Camino, which Camino. is no longer around at this point. Yeah. And at the end of, we're, I think we'll get some more info on that, at least the genesis of the project in Bad Batch. Because they kind of alluded to at the very last episode, the last scene, um, they kidnap one of the Kaminoans, Kaminoans, one of the cloners, and bring her to this base. And they're like, oh, you'll, you'll do good here. And it's like inferring that there's, this is your new work. 
you're going to work here and do some more cloning stuff. And so I think you'll see the genesis of the project or at least the research or whatever in the Bad Batch series. And then it'll, we'll see more of it in uh, Mandalorian and potentially maybe even in Andor. We saw a scene of what looked like the Kaminoan um, housing. They had they had those tunnels when they were when Obi Wan was walking through the the clone trooper facility. And oh, they yeah. had those glass tunnels. That, it looked very similar to that. So maybe we'll get some more of that there. I don't know. Hmm. how that ties into things but now the bad batch i don't know are you talking about what you saw at celebration and no has that since been oh okay it was season one season one yeah last episode of season one okay um and then season two doesn't start till january so but nothing like that was in what you saw in the uh at celebration not that i can recall kind of fuzzy on it it's been a couple months but yeah so I think we'll get more information revealed in the next season of Mandalorian or maybe future seasons yeah. and then in Bad Batch. I think they'll start to bridge that gap to get us to the point with episode nine. Like how do they come up with Snoke? What, how, how did that all go down? What was Darth Sidious's plan there? Uh, Palpatine's plan and all that stuff. So I think mm. I think they'll just throw us tidbits here and there in these different series about what all that means. Do you think it'll come out more or do you think it'll just kind of stay a sub kind of storyline? Because it seems like this is kind of morphing into more of a Mandalorian journey and, and man and them taking over, taking back Mandalore Mm -hmm. and the whole cloning thing has now kind of taken a back seat. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be at least with the Mandalorian, it'll be a side story that pops up every once in a while. Um, I don't know of any projects coming up that would be in the same era. I mean, yeah, I mean we have Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew, the one, the new one with Jude Law. That'll be coming out soon. Uh, I think that's it, at least that I can remember as far as like this era, this timeline. Mm. Maybe more will be come out with the Ahsoka yeah. series. Might see more there. Uh, so yeah, interesting stuff. I've, I've always, we had the whole force unleashed game where I don't know if you guys remember that, where they tried to clone a force user and Darth Vader took him on as an apprentice and that was pretty fun game. So that whole concept has been around for quite some time. Yeah. Probably last 20 years. Mm. So 15 years. So I think they'll, they'll keep messing with it. A big revelation from this one though, we just, I just assumed and I realize, of course, watching it is they've been operating under the pretense that Moff Gideon was yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they revealed, oh, this recording was from three days ago. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. We knew that. The audience knew that. Yeah. But they didn't. So. They, yeah. Which I forgot that. Yeah, that they didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Then they were able to escape. Mandalorian realizes, hey. They're going to go after the child, so I'm going to leave now. Use my yeah. jetpack to head back. So he leaves the group. The, uh, the other three have to escape through other means. So they're running through the tunnels, the, the hallways. Uh, troopers are chasing them. Pretty cool. I thought uh, compared to the last episode with the troopers on the ship, that these troopers were more menacing or more of a danger than they were to the ones we saw in the Eris. Yeah. What do you guys think about this this hallway scene compared to the the others? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I, well, and I think uh, when we get into the chase a little bit, that's that's when it gets even more dicey. So I don't know right. if it's because the the scenes in the halls were they were more menacing, but just more dimensions came out as as it continued on, you know. But but yeah, overall, I felt a little bit more light or a little less like, all right, just get to the next corridor. All right, <laughs> next court, you know. Uh, it it did seem like it held a little bit more weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I they did seem like there was the potential that one of them would, could get actually get shot yeah. um, when they're on the the landing pad. They and they appear to be pinned down. Um, that was a pretty good scene. I, I liked how the mithril character is, is he is that his species or is that his name? I think it's his species, but they haven't identified his name. I bet. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they will have to look that up. Mm-hmm. But there's a part where he just kind of pops his head up real fast, <laughs> up and down. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Like, it's gonna happen. Was that like, like I I didn't know what was going on there. Was he trying to draw their fire or something like that? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, he, I think he was just a fish out of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. It, it was weird though that they're like we're pinned down by the three stormtroopers that yeah. are in an elevator <laughs> shooting at us, and we're in the open. Like it, it was, uh, yeah. yeah. But you know, oh, but I, I, but I did like the 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 transport ship, right? Because yeah. that that was, uh, yeah. uh, and I think we saw it in. Um, uh, it escapes me the. Not a new order, Rogue One. Didn't we see a troop transport that that Star Wars toy mm-hmm. that was only never in any of the movies? It was just a toy, yeah. Where it was like a stormtrooper transport ship, yeah. It was in Rogue One, right? And this was a similar, or was it the same? I think it was ship similar. Yeah, yeah. So it seemed when, like the one in Rogue One was bigger, or I don't know. I think it was a tank, wasn't it? This one had a gun on the top. Did have, yeah, had a gun on top. But the one in a rogue one, but may, I don't know if they're exactly the same. But it, to me, it looked like a, a reference to that old toy. Oh that yeah, you it could was. Get when, it was. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing it and like, oh yeah, I remember that toy. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> that toy. Never owned it, but right. <laughs> but uh, but what did you think of the of it flying over the edge? I thought that was a little much. <laughs> did you think that was a little no? No way that could do that. Yeah. They needed to have like some sort of thrusters to kind of at least slow it down. Break the instead of just free falling for two hundred the speeder was there, right? The yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the speeder broke its fall. Yeah. <laughs> was that my speeder? Yeah. But I, I did love the uh speeder bikes. Yeah. And I yeah. was when they flew off, I was like, no way. But that's not what they did. They rode the kind of rode the, the hill down. from Snowy River style, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. That was and more believable. It was more and it was cool. I was like, this is yeah, cool. Yeah, they're weaving through and hitting stuff. Yeah. And you like the the quality was very good. It was you know, very it was like, good. Yeah. You know, theater like movie movie quality it yeah. was it was cool to watch it was i was really like wow that, it was and it was short right you know them skimming down skiing essentially snow skiing down that mountain it was mm-hmm. it was only a few seconds but for those few seconds you're like wow this is awesome yeah I, I really liked it yeah well then they you know follow them down the canyon i thought that was just as cool yeah um what's his name grief cargo goes in the back with the cannons and starts shooting them taking them out uh, at least one of them 
And then one of them gets smashed against the side of the, the canyon by Cara Dune. Yeah. And then the other one is able to get on top. Then Grief Karga blows him away. Yeah. With the guns. Liked it. And then TIE Fighters show up. I yeah. Mean, even ups the ante even more. You get more danger to the to our heroes. And that was pretty sweet to have them chase down the canyon. And that's something we didn't even see in the movies. We saw space battles. Yeah. But we never saw anything where they're, at least in the original trilogy. No. And probably the prequels. We saw a pod racing in the prequels, but no ship. TIE Fighters in the atmosphere type thing. Yeah. That was, I really liked that. It was that. cool. And I liked, and I don't know if we'd seen this before, how about the wings, how they had, yeah. they were folded. Mm-hmm. And then when it took off, they straightened out. Yeah. I like that. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Because I don't think we had seen that before. We saw it in the last episode of season one when Moff Gideon shows up. Mm, yeah. That's he right. Landed. But yeah, this show is the first time we've seen it. Yeah. Like, how do they land? How do they get out? Yeah. Because oh. you see him in the like, you see them in Star Destroyer bays, and they're just kind of like up against the walls, yeah. but their wings are fixed. I or I never seen them like that. And even the old toys, the the wings didn't do that. So that that I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're not able to really escape the ties. I think uh, they shoot down one, but the debris from that destroys the cannon. You know, oh, yeah. of course. So <laughs> they're now in more danger. And they're trying to get away, and then um, Mandalorian shows up in his brand new, totally refurbished. That was quick. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Razor crest. get the right people on it. They look good. Yeah, so. I thought like maybe the X wings were gonna show up mm-hmm. when I, I was just waiting for those two guys and those to zoom in and their X wings the and start blasting. Yeah, and help them out. Especially when I heard that the gunfire, the blaster fire. I was yeah. like, oh, here comes the X wings. Yeah. So to see Mandalorian his Razor Quests flying around in his RV. Yeah, <laughs> it's Winnebago. This is Winnebago, uh, which I love. I love that ship. I was. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's that they that? I mean, Tie Fighters. The whole thing with Tie Fighters versus X Wings were like Tie Fighters. They don't have. They're quicker, mm-hmm. and they can turn faster. But they don't have the, the shields. The shields. They don't have the armor. They don't have the firepower. You know, and that's where the X Wing was like supposed to be like the counterbalance. So, what do you think of the Razor Crest fighting Tie Fighters? Because they seemed. Were they just really bad pilots, or is the Mandalorian just a really good pilot? Or because yeah. it didn't, it doesn't seem like the Razor Crest should be able to handle like it did. Um, but what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a verse. Hey, it was a lot more versatile than I thought it would be. But I, yeah, it's one of those things. I I kind of thought the same thing. That's that's not a fighter ship, and and uh, um, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't drag race in my minivan very often, <laughs> but maybe I could do it. Yeah. I mean, I lo- I'm not complaining, right. but I just kind of was like, oh, I didn't think the Razor Crest could handle like. I that. think we're led to believe he's a good pilot, it's supposed to be especially with the maneuvers that he was pulling off, right? The yeah. Twists, the turns, the barrel rolls. Well, yeah, the barrel roll right at the last yeah. one, right yeah. there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool to see. Yeah. So he survives. Baby Yoda throws up his cookie. Green cookie that has been eaten. Macaroons. Those yeah. just look like macaroon yeah. cookies. Yeah. Although that was probably my favorite use of the force. <laughs> yeah. Stealing cookies. That's what I if I was a Jedi, that's probably what I'd do. Just sit around yeah. and grab snacks from yeah. the yeah. other room. I like he was like to the kid, he's like, 
give me a cookie, man. And it's like, no, no, give me a cookie. No, I'm not going to give you a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoosh, takes yeah. a whole tube. Yeah. And just looks at him while he eats. Yeah. <laughs> what you going to do now? Should have <laughs> given me that cookie, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I thought overall, a great episode. Um, it was a side quest. Hopefully, hopefully this is the last one because I think the next couple have purpose. And I don't mind a side quest here and there, but I think even the last one, the, the heiress, was a side quest, even though I thought it was really well done and a good episode yeah. still. Yeah. So was the one before that, the one before that, you know, so... Yeah, like I said, I, I don't mind them so much as I just the way they present them. It's always like, hey, let's sit. I need this. Oh, you need that? Well, I need something. Let's have a conversation and make a deal. Yeah. I wish they could just be like some more other. Yeah, more organic, exactly. Yeah. Some, something, a catalyst that he gets him, mix it up a little bit because this whole making a deal, I'll help you if you help me at the beginning of every episode. It is. Okay. Too formulaic. Yeah. It gets, uh, I wouldn't say old, but routine. I don't see that. Well, when you just, you know, of course, it's a rewatch for us, right? So yeah. maybe it's just standing out. More. Well, I, I think we noticed it before. Yeah. But yeah, but, but it is interesting. I mean, like, like you said earlier, I don't even know that this episode needed that exchange, right? It's like, you know, yeah. Razor Crest is in the shop. Here's what's going on on the planet. There's this one last thing, you know, and then you just go. You, yeah. you don't have to make a deal every time. It's yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. his buddies, so it's like, yeah, I'll help my friends out. Yeah. Got my put my best guys on it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all right, <laughs> yeah. great. Thought I thought you were giving you know doing me a brother a solid or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Uh, so overall, great episode. I enjoyed. It. I thought it fit in well with what we'd already seen. Expanded the the whole cloning. You know, Moff Gideon's it kind of revealed his uh, impetus or his reasons for wanting Baby Yoda. Like he, we know he wanted some blood. Okay, what's the blood for? Now we know. Um, a little more specific as to what that need is, what uh, his his mission is. A little bit more. We still don't know the full thing, but. I feel like it revealed some more of that uh, overall series plot that we've been getting hint, we've been getting hints of. So thought that was great. Saw Mando in action. His ship's finally fixed. Uh, hopefully, it lasts him a little bit longer before it gets ruined again. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and uh, some more humorous humorous Baby Yoda moments. So that's good. I don't know. What do you guys, what are some, some good things that you guys perhaps that we haven't talked about or that you guys enjoyed? Well, overall, I, I mean, I liked the episode. It was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, and, and it was, I, I think it showed, uh, uh, Kara and, and, uh, you know, it had evolved as a character and, and, uh, I don't know, uh, good to see them move along and then even though it was a little bit of a sidestep of a of an episode it, it did move along some of the storylines you know with moff gideon and, and things like that which is kind of like what the heiress did too it it was it, it did lay out some of the things mm. that you knew were going to be big yeah. plot drivers in the yeah. future so yeah. um yeah that was okay. good and that reminds go ahead well i was just going to mention the end there yeah. um you know the the scout, the ranger. He's talking to Cara Dune. He finds out, or he doesn't find out. He looks her up. Obviously, he knows all about her. T 
talks about how he needs them. But I was going to ask you because I don't know, but he drops that. Um, he talks about Alderaan, obviously. Yeah. But what's that that rebel little badge or you know, yeah. that big giant belt buckle he yeah. throws on the table like what what was that do you know uh so it's either my first thought was that is that his card he's leaving <laughs> call me <laughs> if you change your mind yeah but i think it's like a like a sheriff's badge oh because i know the plan this was a backdoor pilots or introduction to the pilot for rangers of the new republic mm-hmm. where a car dunes gonna be like calls him up or makes contact is like hey i'll take you up on your offer she comes becomes more involved with the new republic i don't know if she becomes a an x-wing pilot but she becomes more involved with the cause and hunting down you know the the threat in the outer rim that's out there so was that like his offer he's like become become one of us one of us here's your badge kind of a thing yeah that's the impression I got from oh, that okay. I took away from it. Oh, okay. And then, uh, obviously, she's no longer in the show anymore, Gina Carano. So that's, they, they're not going to recast her. Yeah. They're not going to, um, they may revamp the storyline to have it still be a story, but a new, a different introduction to it. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it since um, the whole thing went down with her. Yeah. Other than, hey, this is what we're going to do. And everything that came out was like people who were involved with the project but couldn't say anything. So there wasn't a lot of detail or names attached. So it could just be speculation. But I, I got the impression it was more than that. It was that's the direction they were going to go in. Hmm. And now they're not. So, but one thing with this guy that keeps showing up, um, I just don't see him as a fighter pilot. Yeah. Or, or, he just looks or out like of place. intimidating at all. Yeah. He's just like... Looks like me. There's some like, dad who got off his couch. And like <laughs> the firefighter chief that's like retiring next year. Yeah. It's just playing pool. And yeah. Certainly not the young, you know... Tom it, Cruise. T- yeah. The, yeah. Not the rogue, you know, not the... Uh, you would think you would he would you would see someone like a a Poe Dameron, a Poe Dameron type character, some yeah. young, ambitious, yeah. well not but just like yeah, just hot shot, hot shot kind of a character, not some dad yeah. who's going around telling <laughs> dad jokes, giving advice. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just seems out of place. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mind him. Yeah, it's character, it's but, cool, you know. It's, yeah, it just yeah, <laughs> it, it is funny though. Like every once in a while, there's there's those casting things that where it's like, was there a mix up on the, the... no, he's supposed to be the alien in the cantina. That guy's supposed to be the pilot. Oh, my bad. Got those costumes. Got the, the scotch tape or the masking tape on the, uh, uniforms mixed up. So sometimes those casting things are like, like oh he's a friend of the show kind oh, yeah. of yeah. thing right yeah. so yeah. who do we know who that actor is or because his partner was uh, Dave Filoni Dave Filoni yeah. in the one scene right That's yeah right. yeah yeah uh, I know he's a in a another successful show I don't watch it but um, uh, he's got a a good career and I do think it's a friend of a friend type thing let me look real quick see what his name is um 
Yeah, so have you guys seen him before? Any, no. Anything? I don't remember seeing just him. In this, just in these episodes. Not that I recall. Now, you may pull him up and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know yeah. who that guy is. So let's see. Paul Sun Young Lee. Captain Carson Teva. Yeah. yeah, what else was he in? Oh, he's been in a bunch he's of got stuff. got a few things there. Boba, oh, he's in, oh, he's in Boba Fett, huh? Uh, using kids in the hall. <laughs> okay, so that makes sense. Oh, well, that kind of makes sense a little bit. Why is that? What's that well, connection? Just, I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, kids in the hall isn't that a, one of those. Uh, that was that Canadian. Canadian like SNL type yeah, shows. Yeah, skit show. Yeah. So it seems like they draw from you know back in the nineties. Strangers with candy, kids in the hall. Somebody, somebody must be a fan of uh, of comedy troops or something. Wow, he's in a lot of those straight to DVD kind of a yeah. things. He's he's a working actor, that's for sure. Yeah, for he's a lot been of credits. In the... He was in Ice Princess. Oh man, yeah. so you don't remember that? I do. I really remember. He's <laughs> in to- Total Recall. Kim's Convenience. <laughs> the extra. Yeah, he's a, he's a Kim's Convenience. That's the his big that's one that people one. always refer to. Kim's okay, but I have never seen that. Uh, We've watched a few Train of those. 48. Yeah, yeah, 2016 to 2021, so he's got some well, time under his belt. I'm good that. then. I'm good. He's uh, two years older or two days older than I am. So <laughs> That guy was only born in 72? Yeah. <laughs> he's the same age as me. Well, he's only... I'm... So... I'm four years younger than that guy. Let's <laughs> scroll back up to his... It's the... It's not. Yeah, look at it's the beard, man. Yeah, it's the gray beard. He's got to shave it off to look younger. <laughs> Blake's having an epiphany. Well, this yeah, photo here, yeah. he's looks like a grandpa. Right, it's that beard with his Emmys there, whatever they are. So yeah, he's, he's he's an accomplished dude. Represent good for I, him. I mean, he's he's cool. He's enjoyable. So you and him are the same age. Yeah, he's two days older than me. So then he is. What have I been doing with my my life? He's acting in Star Wars. I'm just talking about it. <laughs> so he's only 14 months older than me. Yeah. Yeah. He's only 14 months that's, older than me. That's cool. Which means that when he filmed these, he was, he was my age <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Good stuff. So. Oh, yeah. And then we got the the scene with the spy reports back to the Empire. Oh, yeah. That's and right. They've planted a tracking device on <gasps> the Shocker. Razor Crest. I never saw that coming. But but he did fix up the ship. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the ship it's is brand new. So in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right, because right, they went straight <laughs> to just, the base he, and like that was quite a gamble. We're here. Let's just take it out right now. He yeah. went, picked up Grogu, grabbed his ship, like signed whatever papers he needed to, <laughs> got the keys. Got back. Checked him out of school. When I still bailed him. When I checked my kid out of school, it's a whole ordeal. Gotta call him down. (laughs) Gotta call the principal. Gotta find out. I gotta. They gotta make sure I'm on the list. Show your ID. Show my ID. Give him his homework for the rest of the day. (laughs) Takes him 20 minutes just to walk from the class to the office. Jeez, man. (laughs) Not only did they fix it, you know, they pulled off all the netting that was holding that thing together too, right? Yeah. It would take a day just to do that. <laughs> but they, I guess they're fast workers. Uh, too funny. 
Uh, so they report they got a, a tracker on him, and then sh- this officer goes and talks to Moff Gideon. So we knew he's alive, but now he's officially still involved. And he's standing there with a bunch of dark troopers. We don't know at the time. The next episode, or a couple of episodes later, we find out what they are. But it's just these sinister-looking troopers. I, th- I think I remember when they first uh, debuted this episode, we're like, are those... Like clones? Are they people? Or is it yeah. just like robots, droids? We didn't know, but uh, they're droids. So. And prior to this episode, there has never been a mention of a dark trooper. Just in the like the video games and the books. Yeah. Maybe comics, but yeah, nothing visual as far as animated shows or movies. Gotcha. So that was cool, um, and I think. The dark troopers that had been revealed, there was even some action figures made of them. Like they were like Phase Three. Mm-hmm. I think these are Phase. Well, that wouldn't make sense. I don't know what phase these go. These ones are. But uh, yeah, this is really the first live action thing time we've seen them. So pretty cool. All right, that's it. The show, the episode ends, and we'll see what happens next time in Chapter Thirteen, The Jedi for real this time. For reals, it's the Jedi. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and thanks for watching the show. Definitely subscribe to it, to our channel, so we can interact more with you and you can catch our future episodes. Go back and listen to our previous uh, reviews. Um, they're all on audio. I think only the last couple have been video. So if, if you want to listen more, definitely check out our audio podcast, The Credible Nerds, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on our website, CredibleNerds.com, you find everything there. So thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. See ya.